Can you hear me okay? I can I'm hear using you. headphones. Oh, yeah, no, I can hear you. Okay. 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 Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Oh, hello, Claire Isaac. Now, it seems to me you're in a hotel room. I am in a hotel room. <laughs> Are we recording episode 24 of the award-winning podcast Playing Devil's Avocado? Yes. It's not won any awards. Hashtag no awards. Um, yes. While you're in lockdown, while you're in quarantine. I'm in hotel quarantine, Claire Isaac. Well, I cannot wait to discover what this is all about and how you're <laughs> yes. finding it. So this is going to be a mostly quarantine-related episode of the podcast but do some other stuff because it's really boring being in hotel quarantine well, so I don't you, imagine it not, not for us <laughs> but anyway we'll also talk about we've got lots of culture club because everyone's yeah. in lockdown around the country so that's a good thing for us to talk about we've also got some crisps some snack special snack attack snack attack snack attack <laughs> yep um, and more and more other things that we will get to when we um, get there when we get there okay alright so let's go do it. Okay. Well, first of all, I guess everyone wants to know, how's life in quarantine, Lisa Sinclair? Well, Claire Isaac, um, uh, we're on day six, night seven. and <gasps> You're nearly halfway through, lovely. Nearly halfway. We've got to do 14 days. We're in Queensland. Um, we got an exemption from the government before you all dob me in to the Dobbin hotline. Um we did get an exemption to come here from New South Wales um, for family reasons, but we have to quarantine for four days, for four, 14 days first. Um, and it's been quite the palaver, let me tell you. And um, today is basically so our little health caller said to us, because mm. um, we get these health checks. And then she says, how are you going? And we go, we don't like it. Um, but today is a bit of a hump day. And then I think it might get easier after today. But it's so a is that a universal hump day? Like, do they reckon that day seven or whatever is like is like because yeah. people start to realise that they're not getting out anytime soon or whatever? I think it's because you probably your mind thinks in terms of weeks, doesn't it? So you've done all this and then you go, oh my god, we've got another week to go. Right. Okay. Whereas okay. after that, you can go, okay, it's five days, it's four days, it's three days, but an actual week feels like a very long time. Okay. Yes. So, um, but look, we're in a really nice room. Luckily, we did um, before we left the house because we're not going to be home for about a month and a half, and we saged. Don't go and burgle me, everyone. We went. Um, I did sage the house before we left, and then um, we did light a blessing, and we said that we would go in good grace because we were so stressed about going, and I just had to trust. We had to trust the universe to look after us, and so we got here. And I'd been on all these Facebook groups about hotel quarantine, which would really put the wind up me. Mm. And so I knew which were the terrible hotels and which were the good ones. And then when we landed at Brisbane and. I said, where are we going? Because they don't tell you till you land. Um, and he was like, oh, I think you're in the Marriott. And I was like, oh, thank God. Um, so we haven't got a balcony. We haven't got a window. We haven't had fresh air. Um, but the room is lovely and it's very clean and they're looking after us very nicely. So, And we've got a view of a church, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And now Brisbane's in lockdown, so there's no one on the streets. It's very strange. Yeah. It's almost a bit like there's been like a... Armageddon yeah and we're sort of in here I was saying to Timmy I think we might end up with Stockholm syndrome 
But you haven't got anyone to fall in love with, or you you never be able to leave. I think it will put you off staying in hotels for life. I agree, absolutely agree. I don't know if we'll ever. When we come out of here, we were going to stay in an apartment, um, and then it was like, oh, there's just no way we can do that. We just cannot possibly do that. So, um, yeah, I agree. I don't know if I'll ever stay. I mean, even though they've been lovely, I'm not sure I'd be in a Marriott in a hurry. Or any hotel. Any hotel. It's the thing about the windows, I think, that really gets to you. Yeah. That they don't open, there's no fresh air. Um, that's the bit that's quite torturous. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, and what are you eating? What are the that you're, you're eating? They come and deliver three meals a day, which are plentiful and lovely. Yes, lots and lots of food. I don't need any more chocolate milk, thanks. Um, <laughs> on, they keep delivering us chocolate milk for breakfast. and oh. um, So they knock on the door and then you have to put your mask on. You have to put the bathroom fan on. And you have to wait 10 seconds and then you open the door and you get a brown paper bag with your meal. So 10 seconds lets them get out of the way? Is that how it is? Right. Yeah. And then you get your meal. And we're very upset by the amount of waste we're creating because everything has to be thrown away. Yeah. So it's enormous amounts of waste every day. But some hotels, you're only allowed to do a, a rubbish pickup once a week. Oh, my God. And do you put it outside the door? Yes. And they come in with a hazmat suit and spray yeah. it and wound it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just for people who haven't been subjected to any of that sort of COVID sort of terror, like we've lived a very sheltered mm. life in Sydney and then to sort of see all that happening, it must be quite confronting. It's really confronting. And when yeah. we land, we landed at Brisbane airport and you're greeted by the army, which I mean, the army's on the streets in Sydney now <sighs> and and you walk through the airport and it's lined with, Firemen, army, police, and then you're. Oh, sort of it's like corralled. a potpourri of lovely men it in uniform. <laughs> well, lots of ladies as well, Claire. Okay, all right, sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then you're processed, and then you're herded onto a bus, and it really does feel. I mean, it, I just keep saying it's like years and years. Do you remember that show mm-hmm, we watched mm-hmm. last year? Um, it's like this totalitarian state. It's quite confronting. Yeah. Um, and I sort of do get it in a way, but at the same time, you know, we, there's an empty house we could be we could be quarantining in, um, but I get that they can't trust you to do it because they can't trust anyone. No. Um, and you only have to look at what's happening right outside our window now. You know, you've got all these little kiddies getting it, and they're, you know, they're not even ten years old. So yeah. you've got to do it for the greater good, I think. But it's not easy. And um, you can get things delivered though, right? So you can get food yes. and yes, games. <laughs> And yes, and and until lockdown, I yeah, until lockdown, we had people um, doing little care pack, dropping friends and family. Thanks, Lizzie. Um, thanks, Paula. Dropping stuff off at the front door, and then where our room is um, on the seventh floor, we we overlook the the driveway. So Tim's family would come and drop us off stuff, and we'd make them get out of the car and wave at us, Aww. and they could. They couldn't see us, but we could see them, and then we'd be crying. Oh, um, it's so emotional. <laughs> it's so emotional, and it's like we could, you know, they're right there, but yeah. we can't. Yeah, um, but they're in lockdown now as well. So we had a we've had a Woolies delivery. Priceline dropped off my medication because I left it in Sydney. Um, 
oh david jones i did a little care package for, for self mm. from um david jones so that was nice um yeah you can get anything really oh jimmy brings we did a booze delivery the first day um very important very important but they keep it downstairs and then they ration you obviously horrifying to me and they ring they ring you every day and go do you need anything bringing up and it's basically like do you want your alcohol <laughs> you're like yes please bring it up yes please. please so they drop you off your booze oh it's just so weird isn't it and so basically you're working from there you're doing yes. normal work normal work day um yes. both in this room together Are yeah you, have you had any fights um do you know what i actually don't think We've had Timmy. Have we had any fights? No, no, we actually haven't. That's nice. Um, we're being very, very kind to each other, right? We're just, because you have to be, yeah. Um, and we're really looking after each other. And also, there's nothing to do. So if someone says, "Can you go and get me this?" You just go and do it because it's like, oh well, it's something to do, you know, rather than like, oh, what did you last slave dog? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and also, you're it's like, like two meters away because you're in a hotel room and you can't. It's leave. Two meters away. <laughs> it's like. It's like, who's doing the washing up? It's like, me, me, please, let me. I need to do something. So, no, we've been very kind. We nearly, um, even this morning when um, Timmy had a pile of clothes and um, I had a cup of tea and he was actually showing me Kim Kardashian's bum. So, don't ask. Anyway. I'm not even going there. So I picked up the phone and it was attached to the wall by the charger. Yeah. And that knocked over a full hot cup of tea all over his pile of clothes and even that didn't cause a ruckus because it was just like it was just like okay yeah so there is something to be said for having people on call 24 7 to do your chores in that way then because you can send your washing out can you yes we have a laundry allowance Mm. um so we were going to do all that tomorrow, but we'll do it all. I know. I think we were always going to do it today, but now we're just going to do more of it. Right. Lots of yeah. tea, lots of tea soaked clothes. <laughs> I tell you what is amazing um, is that because all the food is delivered, you realise how much time you spend thinking about food, planning food, shopping for food, and then cooking. Yeah. And then clearing up. I reckon it's saving four hours a day. By having the food, just like here's your food, eat it, buy yeah, it. I bet, I bet. Yeah. I mean, there's something you know how like um, you foods and all those food services are the same thing. You know, if you don't have to think about what you're eating, you just open a packet. Yeah, but even the you food, you see, you'd have to go online and, and you, you know when it. I've done them, you have to choose it and you mm. spend hours going, oh, what should we have, and you know all that stuff. Like even that, yeah, is taken away. Any choice, any any sort of engagement in what you're eating is taken away completely. Mm. Mm. So, but all right, you're all right. No one of us need to worry about you at this point. You're all no, you're we're good. doing, we're keeping ourselves amused, and um, we're doing some quite funny, creative things. Just because I think your brain just goes into a place. It's a bit like um, we've barely watched telly apart from the Olympics. Like you. I thought we were going to do Netflix binging, but we just haven't watched hardly anything. Um, I think it feels like, imagine being on a long haul flight, mm-hmm. um, you know, like for 24 hours, if you're going to the UK or New York or whatever, but imagine that for two weeks. 
<laughs> and that that is the state you get into. Right. Okay. So it's all a bit yeah. like a holding pattern. It's a constant You're in hold, holding pattern. Constant holding pattern. Yeah. yeah. Constant okay. limbo. Right. But exhausting. Like I'm going to bed absolutely exhausted by ten o'clock. It's, yeah. I take my hat off, and indeed I take off Lee's hat. My husband. I take yes. my cat's hat off. Yes. Take all the hats off. All the hats in the house are off for you. Yes. At this point. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're doing it could, a great it could job. All un, it could all unravel yet. Plenty well, of time. Yes, that's true, it's true, it's true. Yes. Well, um, if you were watching TV, Lisa, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about, which is Culture Club. <laughs> oh, you've got a text. Oh. Yes, yeah, I'm negative. My COVID test is Yay. negative. Yay! Well, we haven't done anything or gone anywhere to get. Positive, have no. you, hopefully. So let's do some culture club. Okay, to culture celebrate. club. So yeah. um, there's lots of stuff that I've been watching, reading, and similarly you have read a couple of things as well. Let's go yes. through them. What's the first Run. thing we should talk about, do you think? You let's go. Well, should we talk about Ted Lasso? Let's talk about both... Ted Lasso Season 2, which is now yes. streaming on Apple TV, but they're only eking it out one episode at a time. Yeah, they're teasing us. But it's gosh, it's nice to have him back, isn't it? Isn't it? It's beautiful. So for all the people who went, oh, I don't know, it's all a bit too sappy and a bit too corny for me, don't be don't be turned off by the fact that you think it's like that. Because when you get into it, it's not like that at all. It's lovely, lovely, lovely. We've said this a million times. Yeah. Season two. What's your favourite part of season two, Lisa? <laughs> well, probably the same as season one, but even more so, and that is the delight that is Roy Kent. Yes, so Roy Kent is the angry, um, maladjusted, um, uh, masculine archetype <laughs> football player who um, doesn't like Ted Lasso coming in as the coach of his team because he's just a real British... This is how it's done. Yeah. Don't like any outsiders coming in. He's a real alpha male, isn't yeah. he? He's really, and he just growls at everyone. He's yeah. like, mm. yeah. And yeah. so, and, and at the end of last season, he'd left the team. This season, he still he still left the team, but he's just so lovely. He's dating. He is. He's dating Keely. Keely is that her name? Yeah. Um, and he's just he's just such a lovely gruff man. You know how we all love the bad boy? We all love the bad boy, don't we? We do, but he's the bad boy with heart. Oh, like he's yeah. the he's the bad boy, but he's not he's not really a bad boy. He just wears a leather jacket, which means he's the bad boy, doesn't it? Yeah. But he's so lovely, like um the woman who's the head of the football team went out on a date and they went with her on the date as a double date and he was just like, Don't settle. Don't settle for yeah. this man. Just beautiful. Just heart. And he's heart got wrenching. this little He's got this little niece, and this season he's coaching the nine-year-old girls' yeah. f- football team, and it's just fantastic. Oh, yeah, he's lovely. He's just he's lovely. lovely. Very he lovely. And his girlfriend masturbates to him crying on screen. Yeah, that was a bit weird. That was a little <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, you really need to get into it. Watch season one yeah. first. My mum's now addicted to Ted Lasso as well. She loves Oh, that's it. good. Yeah, that's good. Marian. Um, if you want something separate to that and the completely opposite, Dr. Death is on Stan. Yes. So that's Joshua Jackson. It's Alec Baldwin. It's Christian Slater. It's like a who's who of 
old school TV and movie stars from our from our youth. Um, and it's the story of Dr. Dunch, Christopher Dunch, who was a surgeon who it came from a podcast, I think. A surgeon who basically killed a whole bunch of people and fucked up people's backs and stopped them from walking um, by being really rubbish at being a surgeon. Um, and it just goes to show you how you, sometimes you can just get these jobs where you really are not qualified. Um, was he a natural surgeon? Yes, he was actually a real yeah. person. And um, so they've gone through and they've done this kind of dramatic telling of, of, of how he came to be. He basically got struck off all these different medical centres. But because the American me- medical system is so crazy, you can still get access to perform operations at different medical centres around the country. So he went around the country basically not being able to do his job, which was supposedly to help people with back problems. And he actually created a whole bunch of people who couldn't then walk or he killed a couple of people. I mean, it's just a horrific story. But honestly, it's such great it's just such great TV because it's got all these amazing people in it. Christian Slater is just so great. I love it. And Joshua Jackson has some amazing, prof, uh, what's it called when they put prosthetic makeup stuff? Oh, yes. So his yes, chin prosthetic. gets bigger and bigger as because he, he's a Ooh. massive alcoholic and drug addict. So as the story unfolds, his chin just grows to the point where it's like twice the size of his head. It's quite amazing. And it's got Meryl Streep's daughter in it as well. Oh, yes. Now, who's she dating? She's dating someone interesting. Oh, I don't know. It's really good anyway. I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah. not, it's not good at all, but it's well worth watching. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's good. I do I... mean to watch that at some point. I'm going to look up who Mel Street's daughter is. Yes. Dating. I also um, watched Time, which is on um, Binge or on Foxtel. Yes. It's a three-part English show that you should never watch if you're in any way depressed, sad, anxious claustrophobic. Um, yeah, I'm not watching it at the moment, I'll tell no. you. <laughs> if you've got any issues with people dying, if you're worried about your life in any way, do not watch this show. But, oh my God, it's the best show I've ever seen. It's, it's one of the best pieces of television I've ever seen. Really amazing. Sean Bean, Stephen Graham, Jail, Liverpool. Mm. Sean Bean Great is, actors. Yeah, Sean Bean is plays a guy who's put into jail for killing a um a man like running him over when he was drunk Stephen Graham plays a jail warden who is like a real straight down the line nice man wants to help these people in jail and then something happens to his son where he his son gets put in prison and to protect him he does something that he will learn to regret. And it's sort of this interesting story about how one man gets redemption while one man falls into the wrong way of doing things. And it's so beautifully told. It's only three parts. It's really hard going. I bawled my eyes out the whole way through it. But amazing, amazing show. Okay. What else are you watching, lovely? Um... That is about it, honestly. Um, I watch, I'm just, all I do is watch the, you know, COVID updates at 10 a.m. And yeah. now I have to include Queensland, so oh, yeah. 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Yeah. Um, I did read a book. Yeah. I read... Um, Early Morning Riser. Yes, I'm surprised you read it as well. Why did you read it? Well, because I, 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 as I was reading it, I thought, this is a book that Lisa would like. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some, it's quite, there's some points 
pointy kind of fun bits in it, right? It's very funny. Yeah. I think it's very funny. So Early Morning Riser, who's it by? Catherine Heine. Heine. I think I read it because I think um, maybe Maeve Binchy liked it. Not Maeve Binchy, she's not alive. The other one, Marion Keys liked it, I think, <laughs> on her Instagram. Yeah. And then I think it was five bucks on iBooks or whatever. Right. So, um but I liked it. It reminded me a bit of Anne Tyler books in that not much happens, but it's got quite a lot of heart, hasn't it? Yeah. Set in a small town America. Yeah. Um, about a woman who falls in love with the with a man who's basically shagged everyone in the whole town, but is still friends with everyone and she can't bear it. And then she decides, oh, well, I'll have to put up with it then. Um, and it's, it's very sweet. I thought it was very sweet and actually very funny in parts as well. Yeah, and I thought that I mean there was some depth to it because they there's a there's a death that they have to deal with and there's yeah. you know, there's some sort of family stuff that they have to sort of deal with throughout and guilt and intrigue. It's I I quite enjoyed it. I mean I wouldn't necessarily recommend it myself, but I read to the end. That's not bad for me. It was very easy reading. Very easy I reading. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought the characters were like I would be friends with the characters. I wouldn't mind hanging out with them. No, and he's he's friends with his ex-wife, which is weird, right? So there's all this sort of stuff yes. about how... And you, and you start to think about how you'd feel if your husband was that close to his ex-wife. There's some interesting stuff there, I thought, as well. And they, um, the ex-wife is hilarious, as is her husband. Like, yeah. hilarious. It's very American, yeah. isn't it, as well, which is quite fun. Quite fun. Yeah, yeah, Speaking I enjoyed it. Speaking of American, Lisa, we've been obsessing yeah. over Sex and the City... Anything leaked yes. from that show has just been driving us bananas, hasn't it? It has a bit, and we've we've we're not in. Well, I've come round to your way of thinking because I was a bit like, oh god, they're all so old, it's so depressing. But I think you know that well, they are, you know, yeah. and people do get old, so get over it. Like, I don't find it depressing at all. I mean, I haven't. Yeah. I guess I just I like. I still am obsessed with her clothes. To be fair, and do you like them though? Yeah, do you I like do. Them? Do you? I, yeah. I think they're a bit much. Well, I think it's very stylized and, and it, yeah. on, on purpose. It's, you know, very over the top, but I like it. But we read this script, right? So there was a leaked script that was on The Cut, which is a culture website probably for women a bit younger than us, but never mind, that's fine. A New York-based website, I believe. And, and they had found some um, pages from... A script, apparently. I mean, who knows if that's true or not. Um, that basically said that there was a scene where Carrie and Stanford and Miranda yes. and Charlotte were having lunch together. So Stanford is taking the place of Samantha because, of course, she's not in the in the reboot at all. No. And but that, we saw pictures of um, Dr. Big today, didn't so, Dr. Big? Mr. Big. Mr. Big. So, but apparently they were they were talking about how um, Carrie had been doing well because she has a podcast now. So instead oh. of writing her column, she has a podcast. And then something has happened with Big that has caused them to have this lunch where she needs to discuss it. And apparently she says... Now I'm just one of the wives he was taking care of, question mark. Oh. So we're all up in arms about whether or not mm. he's got, he, he's a bigamist. <laughs> Maybe big was for but the I don't, all along. 
But I think Big was very of his time, and I think if she was still with Big and he was still the same man that he was then, he'd be very disappointed because he was a dick. He was a bit of a dick. But he does look good. Yeah. In the fo- we saw some photos today, which we'll find and post yeah. on the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Um, amazing. He looks quite good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, he looked all right. Yeah, you're, not, you're not enthused, I, are you? I'm not hugely inf- I mean, I'll watch it, obviously. Um, I would like to see Aiden. Yes, well, we saw a photo of Aiden the other day. No, oh, no we saw a photo that of was um, Steve. Steve, yeah. Steve and Harry, we saw the other day. Yeah. We haven't seen Aiden yet. Yeah, yeah I wonder, I wouldn't mind seeing what Aiden, you know, how he's going. Well, I bet you wouldn't, eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I love a man who can work with his hands, eh? 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 Don't even know what that means, really. Um, which brings us to Colin's chips and snack attack, snack attack, snack attack. Snack attack, snack attack. Hasn't he spent like 13 months well, 14, developing these? 14 months, he says, yes. Developing, developing these crisps. Some um, natural, was there kettle chips? Um, are they Red Rock Deli? They're, what red are they? rock, they're Red Rock Deli, that's correct. Yeah. They're the chef's I've, selection. Yes. And they're in um, partnership with Colin Fastnage. There are three flavours, which I went out and bought. So now what are I have, they? now I have all these crisps in my house, which is just like a, like a red rag to a ball with me, honestly, because I cannot stop eating them as soon as no. I see them. So he has the Chef Series 1, which is um, braised br- beef brisket with caramelised onion. I bet that just tastes like any old beef and onion crisp. No, hang on. I want to tell you the other. It says crispy pork belly with applesauce. Oh, that's interesting. And there's Portuguese chicken with oh yeah 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 that sounds lemon. oh yeah they, yeah they sound pretty good. Okay, so I will tell you right now here and now my favourites are the braised beef brisket, and that's really hard to oh. say with my speech impediment. Braised beef brisket, <laughs> yes, um, because they actually taste like beef and caramelised onion, whereas the pork mm. just don't taste of anything, and the chicken are nice. Chicken are nice. If you like chicken chips, you'll like them. I do like a chicken chip. Yeah. I think we know yeah. we have a mutual friend, we should call him Philip Kosh, and he mm. loves a chicken chip. Mm. And he'll be all over them. They have they're, they're lemony and oregano-y and chickeny and spicy and quite delicious. Mm. The pork yeah, belly sound, are boring. All right, they sound right up my alley. Yes, they are. <laughs> mm. And the brave the braised beef brisket are delicious. Mm. But I could live without them. But anyway, you know. Can we stop talking about Portuguese chicken? Because now I just want to be at Petersham eating Portuguese chicken, okay. which, yeah. You're not going to be anytime soon. No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, what else should we talk about today? Well, I don't know. What else is on your list? Um, did you watch 60 Minutes Meno- Menopause thing? I didn't watch it. Was it any good? I've heard it was a bit light on with actual information. It was. Now, it was, and it was a bit like, oh, we can all be silly about it and make yeah. jokes about it, or we can be in the UK where they're actually doing something about it yeah. in a political sense. So this is amazing MP called Carolyn Harris in the UK, who's moving to make HRT free for all women. She's putting something through Parliament in October. Amazing. And that's the kind of stuff that you want to hear about as a woman going mm. through menopause. Um, yeah. All right, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, do you want to talk about your beauty spot? No, we'll leave it for now. No, I'll do beauty spot next week. All right. All right, Lisa, well, thank you. That was a lovely Thanks, episode. 
It was so lovely to see you in my um, people-starved state. I shall come and say goodbye. <laughs> well, this is a special guest star from... Um, what? A special <laughs> guest star. This is Lisa's husband talking on the podcast for the, for the first time. Hello, mm. Timmy, you're on the podcast. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a look in at last. Oh. Well, look. How are you going, Timmy? I'm all right. Second beer in. Second beer in. <laughs> okay, he's fine. He's all right now. He's had oh. his beer. Playing fast as finger first. Yeah. Oh, well, you know how to have fun, don't you? <laughs> and I hope that's not a euphemism. All right, well, we'll leave it there and we will we will come to the PDAs. <laughs> come to the PDAs and tell us what you want Lisa to do during lockdown. Maybe she can start a hobby that we can then discuss next oh, week. Oh, yes, that's fun. Yeah, why not? Um, and um, yes, and we'll hopefully we'll be back in the same city at some point soon. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll just have to, you know, stay in touch, Claire. Yeah. Using the technology. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. okay.